Hello and welcome to the Surviving a Thriving podcast series. I'm your host, Casey Miller. So the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the knowledge that you need to become the CEO of your health and become the best version of yourself. I really truly believe this. The top three things that you would ever invest in in your life are going to be your health, who you surround yourself with, and acquiring more knowledge. If you continuously pour into these three cups, I promise you, your life will change dramatically for the better. Now, luckily, this podcast will pour into your health and knowledge, but if you want to surround yourself with like-minded people who will push you to win, go ahead and join our Surviving a Thriving community. We'd love to have you. The link is going to be below in the description. Before we get into our episode, I want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, Legion Athletics. I've been in the game for a long time, and it's really hard to find supplements that you can trust while also tasting great. I believe Legion is a perfect mixture of the two. They're backed by science. Everything is clearly labeled on the bottle. And from my own personal experience... Everything does really do taste really great. So if you want to get your own Legion supplements, use the code THRIVINGON, one word, to get 20% off your first order and double reward points. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you step by step as to if I had to start all over in 2024 to be able to get leaner, get stronger without eating like low calories, like the 12 to 1400 calorie diet, but you can tell already how much I love, I, I love that sense of sarcasm or any other diet culture bullshit. So that way I know it can be sustainable. I, I come back, uh, come out of the other side, um, better mentally and physically. And I have the confidence to keep it for life, right? That's the, that's the ideal outcome for everybody, to be honest with you. Um, at least everybody that I talk to. Okay. So this is exactly what I would do in order to achieve that. Now, with that being said, I know definitively if you do this, if you do this correctly, if you execute this correctly, you will be able to get that outcome. Okay. But here's disclaimer. I'm going to be sharing a lot of things that work best for me, for you to get that outcome that's sustainable for you. It may look different than me. Okay. Because you are not me. You have different lifestyle, you have different goals, you have different um, things that you have to overcome or hurdles, you have different priorities, you have different non-negotiables, things that you are willing or not willing to do. Keep in mind, I have no kids. Um, I'm freaking, yeah, like I live in the city, all these different things that are different than you, okay? So I will give you an overall outline, but please, 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 please know that If you do exactly what I do, every single strategic thing, you will not get the outcome that you want. That's why cookie cutter bullshit diets do not work. That's why fitness professionals that put their um, fitness programs and or diet programs online does not work because it's not sustainable. And if you remember anything, remember this. If the methods are unsustainable, the results will also be unsustainable. If you truly want to allow 2024 to be the last time you ever have to start all over again, Day number one, new year, new me, you have to keep that in mind. If I'm going to do anything, I need it to be long-term sustainable. But here's another thing that you have to take in consideration. One last thing before we get back into it, little rabbit hole, is that you have to consider what is sustainable not for you here right now, not this person. Because this person, your current 
knowledge, your current skills, your current priorities, the actions that you put up over a long period of time, what you say yes to, what you say no to, everything, the current methods that you have been using up until this moment has got you to this point where you're listening to a podcast on how to restart in 2024 to get lifelong change. Your perfect outcome. No excuses, no external circumstances, just that. It's you got to take some ownership. Okay. If you're going to listen to me, if you're going to be in my corner, you got to know it may not be your fault, but it's a hundred percent goddamn your problem, right? You need to step up and be the hero of your own story because nobody's going to save you. Okay. So what you need to be doing is determining off your future self, that person that you see, Hey, (laughs) that person right there, the person 2024, 2025. Hmm. I could hang my hat on that person. I like that person. That person lives their best life. That person is happy. They're healthy. They're best selves to their family. They're going after their goals. They're no longer letting their insecurities run their life. They're no longer obsessing over their food. They're no longer wondering if or uh, or worrying about the holidays or going on vacation. They have complete confidence in themselves. They're the CEO of their health. That person right there. That's what you dictate your actions on, your decisions on. What would that person do? Because if you keep doing what this person would do, your comfort zone, what you currently know, everything, you will get the same exact outcome out in 2025. You will. Just know that. Okay? So you need to have that hard realization. Take a step back. Create awareness. Who is that person in 2025? What does that person look like? Then make those decisions based off of that person, not this person right here. Okay. So make sure whatever you're deciding through this, again, I'll give you the structure. I'll give you the framework, but you've got to decide off of that future self that you see yourself as that lives their best life and the CEO of their health, which success is different from me to you. So you get to determine that. Okay. So just that disclaimer. But let's go into a little bit of my background and then we'll go into the structure. So my background is is that I spent majority of my life hating my body, um, trying to create the life that I wanted. I was the extreme yo-yo dieter. I did everything in anything that you could imagine. Weight Watchers. I stole my mom's Jenny Craig brownies. I I also tried to take her diet pills as well. She got so mad at me at that. It's okay, though. Um, I've tried paleo. I've tried keto. I've tried... Um, all these different methods. I've also invested in coaches that were just not good for me and made me actually worse than when I started. I spent so much money, so much time, which I truly believe time is worth more than money because you can always make more money. You can be resilient. There's so many online jobs out there. It's not even fucking funny. Money is everywhere. And you can always use effort. You can always put more effort in. Time is the one thing that you could never get back. So I spent a lot of time money, effort, and a lot of tears on this whole process. So I'm going to share with you the step-by-step process to avoid all that, to be able to get results, get lean, get that strong body, get healthy, have a great mindset, come out on the other side better mentally and physically without starving yourself or without resorting to diet culture bullshit again and again and again. Because again, if the methods are unsustainable, the results are going to be unsustainable. We've already established that. Okay. So I'm going to teach you how to do that. But again, disclaimer, some of these specifics is what works best for me. It's your job to figure out what works best for you and then follow that. Okay. So then from there, Yo-Yo Dieter tried everything and anything. Um, Spent times where I was extremely thin. 
I got times where I was over 200 pounds, was afraid to step out of the gym or outside of the house, refused to take pictures. Like I only have like two pictures of me being extremely overweight. And it was because my mom like uh, hit them for me from a really long time because I would just grab them, tear them up or delete them because I was so embarrassed about it. And I was just back and forth, back and forth. And through that time, uh, my relationship with food started getting worse to the point where I developed an eating disorder from a very young age and ruled my life until I was about 26. Um, I had poor mindset issues, self-sabotage issues. I made all the excuses in the book. I was a horrible person to the people around me uh, just because my insecurities and how I was treating my body was affecting everybody around me. Um, I tolerated very, uh, I had very low standards. So I was in a abusive relationship. I almost flunked out of college. Like it was just in a bad situation. Um, then what got me out of that hole was finding a community and learning how to basically give a shit about my body and my mind, how I treated it and had standards around how people treated me. And, and that just completely helped me elevate my life. Um, it was fantastic. But throughout that whole time, I did a lot of trial and error, uh, freaking forever. And it put me in a position where through that time, again, mindset, relationship with food. And also I forgot to mention, I now have hormonal issues. <laughs> I now have to take HRT. My thyroid is shit. My progesterone is low. Uh, my testosterone when we first started was low too. Um, I had a lot of stress issues in the blood work. My cholesterol was high, like uh, blood sugar regulation. It was just like basically the chronic dieter 101 blood work <laughs> was right there. Um, and it cost me a lot in my life, a lot of my dreams, a lot of my goals. And so I want to share this so that way you avoid this too. Okay. So if I could start all over in 2024 and avoid all that bullshit and also give you a thing or two for you to apply so you can avoid all that stuff too, um, this is what I would do. First, I would get a coach hands down. Okay. Um, because I, I would have never been able to do this without my coaches or, and my community that came with it. I would have never been, I am not afraid to say that I have zero ego. I've spent so much time letting my ego get in the way of like, no, I can do this on my own bull fucking shit. I'm calling it out. There are very few people that actually do it on their own and congratulations to you, but most people can't. And the reason being is because one, um, if you actually knew what to do, you'd already get the results that you're looking for. Um, two, just because you know what to do doesn't mean that you are actually going to do it. I know all this stuff. I've been doing this for fucking years. I still need it, coach, when I diet and uh, when I go into calorie deficit and or any progressive phase and also reverse dieting because I'm an emotional human being. I still need accountability. I still need to be able to talk to somebody to talk me off the ledge. I still need to be able to have somebody take some of the pressure off of my plate so I can actually start focusing on the things they need to be focusing on rather than looking through the data and all this different stuff. Like I can just get to it and save me some time and effort. And again, like it's very hard to be very objective with your decisions. Self-sabotage will creep in, poor mindset, all these different things. Like it just happens. So I would hire a coach, step number one. Step number two is I would create awareness as to, again, who my future self would be. Because if I'm trying to go somewhere and I have no destination, I'm just like, I want to be healthier. I just want to be happier. I want to be stronger. Like that's saying like, hey, dude, I want to go to North America to navigation. And navigation is going to be like, dope. Where in North America? <laughs> where are we going? What city, one town, what state, like what house, what chair, like where specifically are we going? Otherwise your journey is going to be like, Meh. if you're on the video, you can see me 
wailing around across the the video, you're just going to be like all over the place. And now you're spending a lot of time, money and effort. And there's only so many times before you try something before you stop believing in yourself. So get very specific on what you want to where you want to go. Then from there, get very specific on what you're not willing to do. Okay, your non-negotiables. So, and these non-negotiables are like your North Star. It's like not having personal boundaries. If you don't have personal boundaries, you are going to get stressed out. You're going to be in the corner in the fetal position. You're not going to do this long-term and it's going to be miserable. These non-negotiables are like your North Star of what will or will not serve you, what will or will not be able to be sustainable for your future self. So my non-negotiables would be like things like, I would need flexibility and adaptability because I want to build a business. I want to travel. I want to make memories. I don't want to be stuck in the situation where I'm like, Meh, I have to stick to this food groups and this meal plan. And if I even dare say go out on a date with my significant other, now I feel guilty. That would completely ruin my relationship with food and my mindset of all or nothing thinking where it's either 100% in or I'm completely out, aka burning out, which never works, guys. Trust me, no. <laughs> and then from there, I like uh, some other things would be that I couldn't follow, like I would never follow a meal plan because that's too restrictive. I would not be able to do that long term. Um, I would have to be able to have things like cookies and things like that because my relationship with food when I started was just like horrible. Like I would demonize things and it was just a fucking cookie, like a cookie that was like 130 calories. I would be like, I had one cookie. I'm going to eat them all because I failed my diet. I ate something bad. Like I demonized it. It was ridiculous. So I had to prove to myself, I know this, I would have to prove to myself that I could eat the foods that I wanted and fit it into my diet plan. So that way it'd be sustainable and I wouldn't burn out and just completely binge on the weekends. I also would need to have somebody that understands poor relationship with food issues because I worked with a lot of people. Um, I think it's more of a reflection of my priorities. I thought that if I could just get the cheapest things in the world um, for my nutrition fitness, that was the best. When it re in reality, I heard this um, and it's 100% true. It's show me your wallet, show me your calendar, and I'll show you what kind of a person you are, your priorities. And I kept saying that my health and fitness was my priority in life, but I was not like my actions were not reflecting it. And so I was paying for really cheap shit, really cheap coaches. Well, you get what you pay for. <laughs> so I would invest in a coach that had those good understandings. That would be one of my non-negotiable. And also I would actually put some really good money into it because I know for a fact that I would actually take it seriously. I know me. If I put more money in it, I will be, I will take it more seriously. If I pay like 50 bucks, 150 bucks a month, like I would not take it seriously. To be honest with you, it'd be like, Meh. it's whatever, but Whenever I invest in something big, I always put 110% and I always get that um, that investment and then some back. Like, it's just always that way. Like, if I'm having somebody come up and being like, hey, like, pay me $150 and I will do this for you. And I'm like, I don't think that you would do a very good job or probably am not going to be paying for really great services. And if that's something that's really like one of your big priorities right? Just like a house is super important to you. You probably don't want to go with a person that's like, I'm going to do it for the cheapest because you know, you're going to be paid for it long-term. So I would definitely pay somebody that's worth the money. They have no, uh, they would have, uh, the understanding that I need. Um, I would be able to need be flexible and adaptable. Um, also, uh, somebody that knows how to coach the relationship with food issues. So that way I wouldn't go back to what I was doing before. Um, and like, 
I would need somebody that doesn't that like also goes into accountability that calls me out my shit and talks to me about other things because like the reason why I was in that situation wasn't because like I didn't know the perfect macros or the perfect fitness program. It was deeper rooted than that. So I would need somebody to kind of walk through things, not be a therapist, but be able to talk about the 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 deeper shit because I didn't I didn't need surface level coaching. I needed actual true behavior change. I needed mindset shifts. I needed somebody to call me out my shit and and help me change my perspective of what was going on. So those would be my non-negotiables, creating awareness right there, okay? And then from there, um, step number two is I would then create a solid foundation. So step number one is awareness. Who am I gonna be? What are my non-negotiables, okay? What's going to be sustainable for me as well? my future self, not my current self. Step number two is going to be creating a solid foundation. Okay. So I created awareness of where I'm going and how I'm going to be doing it. Step number two is creating a solid foundation. We need to create awareness around what specifically is holding you back. What are the things that causes you every single time that you try something you fail because it's just like teaching somebody like, let's say I've been a personal trainer for a long time and I've had clients like hire me to help them fix things. And I'm like, let's say somebody hires me to fix their back squat. Like as a personal trainer, I'm not just going to be like, here's a program, go do it, try harder, spend more time on it. No, there's something that's going on that's keeping them from being able to achieve their, the back squat that they want. What I would do instead is like take a step back and be like, show me some squats, right? I would assess things. I would look at stuff. Do they have the proper technique? Do they know how to hold the barbell? Do they have a proper plan to actually get where they need to be? Maybe they're following a really poor program for themselves. Do they have a hip shift or midline instability? Like I would identify what those were and then help fix those. So that way, when we actually put the work in, they would actually see the results rather than being like feeling like they're being met with resistance or hitting a plateau. So if you take that same perspective with me, like looking at me from a coaching perspective to like younger me, I would have had to fix my mindset because I dealt with all or nothing thinking. I was coming from a place of hate rather than love. When you're trying to create discipline, this means self-efficacy. Well, self-efficacy is another way of saying um, the belief that you're willing and you are capable of creating change. Well, I had no belief that I was willing to do the things that I was doing because they all sucked. I hated it. I was trying to white knuckle through things and hate myself through things and punish myself. And I had no belief in myself that I was doing it because every single time like I went to do something, I failed. Okay. So I was white knuckling through things. So I had to fix my mindset. I also had to fix my relationship with food because even if I had a good mindset and also uh, like all the game plan, my relationship with food self-sabotaged me. I would binge on the weekends. I would cope with my emotions on external circumstances through food. So it didn't matter. So I had to fix my relationship with food. I also had poor uh, metabolism just from chronically under eating because I was conditioned to think that I just need to eat less and move more. And that was simply the answer to everything that I wanted to achieve. So my metabolism adapted. It started slowing down. It started going to, uh, into survival mode. I would also need to fix my hormonal issues. I didn't know that I had hormonal issues. Nobody talked about this. And again, that's why I would, I would hire a coach is because 
some of the things that you think is happening may not actually be happening. And some of the things that you know is happening, you don't know how to fix it. And everybody has their own blind spots. I had no idea that I had hormonal issues. Nobody told me that that was a thing. Nobody told me I had to have a regular period and I'm like it being miserable wasn't okay. And me having mood swings and my hair falling out and constantly being cold and all these huge red flags, that was the signs of hormonal issues, which ca could cause resistance creating the change that I wanted, both physically and mentally. So nobody told me about that. So I would have needed to fix my hormonal issues. And also I would have needed to have a game plan that was long-term. Nobody asked me what I wanted to do long-term. I was, again, I just thought dieting was just completely restricting yourself, eating as little as possible, eating weight loss bullshit foods, protein shakes, all these different things. And somehow magically it was supposed to stay. So I would have needed to fix all of those if I wanted to be able to actually start creating change and keep it for life. Otherwise, all I would be doing is reinforcing the poor behavior patterns and the poor, um, the poor methods that I was using in the first place. I would have just completely gone into another yo-yo diet, which I know, uh, like, I know for me, if somebody taught me that at the very beginning, I probably wouldn't have been really mentally uh, receptive to it at first because that in my mind would have been like, well, that's going to take me longer. I want instant justification or, or gratification. I want that dopamine hit. I want to see the weight on the scale go down yesterday. But if I was sitting in front of her today, what I would say is, is that you need to build a solid foundation, just like if you're building a house. You don't want to rush through things. You don't want to skip corners. You don't want to use poor methods because once you build the house, if you're living in it and it's shit, you're going to want to move out, tear it down, and you have to do it all over again. In that case, you're doing 10 times more effort, 10 times more time, more money, like everything. So in actuality, this method is going to be way faster and a lot easier on you in the long, the long run. I feel like if somebody explained it to me that way, I probably would have been a little bit more receptive to it. Then once I created a solid foundation, then what I would have moved into is sustainable change. Okay. With sustainable change, this is where, okay, again, if the methods are unsustainable, the results are unsustainable. So a lot of the things that I ran into is like, if holidays happened, if um, like dinners out dates, or I got stressed or busy or anything like that, like anytime that like life happened or was trying to live my life, I would get derailed from the diet or the program that I was doing. And I kept like, felt like I was failing. I need to be more disciplined. But when in actuality, what I needed to do is learn how to create change while living my life. I needed somebody to teach me that it's okay to go out to eat and it's okay to um, fit that into the program. And I needed somebody to teach me how to do that. I needed somebody to teach me how that elusive moderation. So that way when holidays happen, I wouldn't freak out and self-sabotage by trying to track and then it didn't go well and then binging on everything. And then on the other side of the holidays, like being 10 times, 10 pounds heavier. Like I needed to know how to be able to manage the holidays. I needed to know how to manage traveling and vacations and living my life, enjoying the foods that I, I loved and my non-negotiables. Otherwise, again, I was doing unsustainable methods. I would create unsustainable results. I was trapping myself in a prison. So if you want sustainable change and you want to be more disciplined on it, you have to learn how to live your life while doing it, because if you can live your life, you can be flexible and adaptable. You can start stacking those wins and actually following through on those moments that you usually struggle with. It's going to be better. Okay. And so with that being said, that's sustainable change. You're going to start creating change, whatever that change is. Okay. In order to get the results that you want. 
So in my case, majority of the time, I just wanted to lose fat. Um, sometimes I wanted to build muscle, whatever change that we wanted to create. So let's say that I was going to go into a fat loss phase. Okay. Well, I need to be able to live my best life. Um, another thing that I, I would also do is to create as little change as possible to my calorie deficit, because if I put myself too deep into a calorie deficit, if fat loss was my goal, I wouldn't have been able to live my life in the first place. And it would have put me in a situation where it slowed down my metabolism. That was a thing that I just worked super hard for to fix. It would negatively affect my hormones if I do it for too long, which is something that I would just worked my butt off to fix. And also it ruin my mindset because it's all or nothing thinking. I got to go super deep. I got to hit, get that dopamine hit, the instant gratification, and also would affect my relationship with food. Again, just putting yourself in a position to go back to what you're doing before and dip, dig yourself in a deeper hole. And my big goal was to maintain muscle mass. Well, if you go too deep in a calorie deficit, calorie deficits elicit weight loss. What that weight is comprised of is determined how you do that calorie deficit. So if I put myself in extreme calorie deficit, I would have lost a lot of that muscle mass, which comes with high metabolism, good internal health, hormonal health, gut health, and then also getting the lean look that you're looking for. So that wasn't the answer. So I would have gone into a slower um, calorie deficit, adapted and adjusted as needed, but done as minimal as possible to make sure that this is sustainable and I'm not going to burn myself out. And I'm actually going to get the results I'm looking for and not have to go back to creating a solid foundation again and sabotaging that success. So sustainable change with as little calorie deficit as possible. Then from there, the next step after the calorie deficit would be a reverse diet. I would. So if you're not familiar with reverse dieting, reverse dieting is a non-negotiable part of the process to being able to go through a fat loss phase. If that is your goal, guys, remember, if this is not your goal, that's hundred percent. Okay. The whole steps I'm still doing still applies to you, except for when you're in a fat loss phase, let's say you want to build muscle, you'd be in a calorie surplus. If you want to be in hormone, uh, heal your hormones, you'd be in maintenance calories. If you, um, like want to perform better maintenance calories, if you want to think better maintenance calories, all these different things, maintenance calories. Okay. So there's it be a calorie surplus, maintenance, or calorie deficit. Those are the three answers, okay? So plug and play what your goal is. That's up to you and what you want. But majority of the time, I just want to get leaner. I was fairly overweight during that time. I had a lot of muscle mass, but I did not, I had a lot of fat to lose. And so then from there, once I successfully lost that weight with sustainable change, then from there, I would want to reverse diet. If your goal is a calorie deficit, non-negotiable part of the process to make sure you maintain the lean body mass. But again, don't damage everything that you just fixed in the long run. You cannot diet forever. There's a lot of negative repercussions to that. Poor mindset, relationship with food issues. You lose muscle mass, your metabolism slows down, internal health issues, uh, relationship with food issues, all these different things. You cannot diet forever. It's not a lifestyle. Okay. Anyways, um, you can see I'm getting worked up about this because it's it's something that I really believe in. And it's also something where I'm like, gosh, I wish I could have done this at the beginning. Anyways, um, I would follow with a reverse diet. This is a process to make sure that you maintain that lean muscle mass um, and the leaner body that you just acquired without sabotaging your success and gaining it back. And then some non-negotiable. Every single time that you go through a calorie deficit, you need to do a reverse dieting. Calorie deficit is only half the process, only half the journey of a successful fat loss phase. So calorie deficit is increasing calories over a short period of time 
to allow your metabolism to adjust to the calories back up. So let's say I go in a calorie deficit and over a period of time, small changes, but I end up at like eight, 16 to 1800 calories. Well, my maintenance now is about 2300 calories. Okay. So if I went to 16 to 1800 calories to 2300 calories, that is a huge calorie jump. I would put myself in a calorie surplus because your metabolism adapts. It's going to slow down. That's why people get into a plateau. So instead, what you do is take small jumps, either weekly, biweekly. It just depends on how fast um, you want to go. The slower you get, the slower you go, the, um, the more likely that you will actually gain muscle mass instead of fat during that increase of calories. And so I would probably every two weeks increase by maybe 50 to 100 calories, depending on my hunger cues, my biofeedback, and also how my weight is trending as well to reverse diet, to allow myself to maintain that lean muscle, lean body, but get myself into a health, healthy calorie intake. Okay. Then finally, this is the final step that a lot of people skip, um, which really screws them up is that they need to have an exit game plan. Because again, like the accountability of a coach tracking your food, tracking the watch, like I understood it. They were really great tools to create awareness, education. They held, held me accountable. They make sure that I came in every single day with intention to make sure I'm actually put the actions in that I need to be doing in order to create the change that I wanted to. It also allowed me to be very objective with my decisions rather than allowing my emotions, what I think and feel, run the whole process. But I didn't want to do it forever. I wanted to learn how to not track. I wanted to learn how to not look at my fitness watch. I wanted to make sure that I avoided becoming obsessive again, because again, I have a, a tend to have an ob obsessive behavior. So if I do something for a long period of time, the obsessive behavior is probably going to come back out. Um, and so I wanted to learn how to do this without tracking. And so my exit game plan after reverse dieting is going to be learning how to do all the things I need to be doing without tracking, without using chronometer, without using a watch, without having a coach in my corner, developing that trust that I can do the things I need to be doing to maintain or even keep progressing. Those habits, that identity change, everything. Well, I would need to learn, one, the high-level skill of intuitive eating. Um, I'm still learning how to do it. It's a lot harder than I thought. At the beginning, I thought I was like, oh, it's just as simple as just like not track your food. And magically, it's just going to happen. I'm just going to do all the things I need to be doing. No, it <laughs> doesn't work that way. Um, so what I would do is actually um, what I would start with is slowly, incrementally stop tracking on certain days that I had control of not on the days that I uh, didn't have control. So for example, I 100% would not have done it on days that, uh, on the weekends, because weekends were my the hardest part. So it was gonna be the really hard part for me to be able to trust myself to do intuitive eating without tracking on those days. And so um, I would probably start with like a Monday or a Tuesday, something that's really routine or something like that. And then from there, I would build day by day by day, building the action, stacking the wins to prove to myself that I could do this. And I am creating the skill acquisition to do that. Skill acquisition is like basically what you have with brushing your teeth. You don't really have to think about it. You just do it. It's part of your identity. But your parents were in your corner at the beginning, repetition after repetition after repetition with the accountability to do the things, but until it was second nature, kind of like muscle memory with like a back squat or snatches. You hire a coach or a personal trainer to teach you the movement. They stay in your corner to make a corrections over a period of time till eventually you don't need them anymore because you have the muscle memory to do it. Same concept. 
And so with that being said, I would do that same thing with intuitive eating. I would also still make sure I'm paying attention to my coping strategies. I'm paying attention to, am I actually hungry or is this like stress, emotions, things like that? If it is those, then I would replace it with another coping strategy. Just so that way, again, this is for me, intuitive eating for a lot of people is different just because what is holding you back from being able to effectively intuitive eat is different for everybody. But this is specifically for me. I would do that over a period of time until I had the confidence to not have to do it anymore. And so with that being said, now I have another tool in my toolbox. When I want to create change or recalibrate, I can track again. Um, I can also get a coach if I need to, if I wanted to. Uh, but I also have the confidence and I have the tool in my toolbox to be able to intuitive eat too. So that way I can be flexible and adaptable, whether I'm traveling and I just don't want to track, or I'm just in a mindset where I just don't want to track. I just in the season of life that I just want to maintain, I actually have the confidence to do so. But if I want to create change, if I want to go after another goal, because this isn't a journey, this, this is a journey that's not a destination. You should always continue to find ways to get better, especially if you've been struggling for years, this is why you like you, it's called a journey. If you walk 10 miles into the forest, you're going to have to walk 10 miles back in the forest. Not something that you want to hear, but it's something that you need to hear, something that I needed to hear when I was younger. And so it's going to take time for you to see results. So there will be times where you really create change, you take a break, sustainably maintain, and then you create a change, sustainably maintain. For some people, it may take a couple of tries until you actually really get there. And that's okay. It's neither good or bad. It's just your journey. And that's okay. Your 90-year-old self will not care if you get it in six months, nine months, 12 months, 18 months, two years. It won't give a shit as long as you do it. So stop putting unrealistic expectations or timelines on yourself. You're just being an asshole to yourself, just being honest, okay? And so that would be the end, is a, an exit strategy. How can I be flexible, adaptable? How can I maintain this without somebody in my corner, without tracking, without watch, everything? What are the habits? What is the priorities I have to do? What am I gonna put in my calendar? What are the things specifically I need to be doing to achieve everything that I've done to get to this point and have thy identity to be able to do this long-term, the CEO of your health, okay? So again, just to recap with this, if I was about to start all over, step number one is going to be creating awareness. Who do I wanna be? How do I wanna do it? And also what are my non-negotiables? Step number two is going to be creating a solid foundation, identifying what exactly is holding me back. And me and my coach are gonna work together to fix those things. So that way, when I actually create change, I will keep it. I won't feel like my body and mind are working against me and they're gonna be working with me, therefore making it seamless, therefore making it more consistent, developing that discipline. Sometimes people aren't, isn't a question of discipline. It's just the methods that they're using, their current circumstances creating a lot of resistance to creating that change. So we need to fix that. So that way they can actually be disciplined. Then sustainable change. I would go into a, a, like, I specifically wanted to go through a fat loss phase. So I would go into a sustainable change with as little amount of calorie deficit as possible, which was totally doable after fixing my metabolism. And then from there, I have an exit strategy. Okay. Making sure that I could maintain this on my own. I had a new identity change. I had the tools in my toolbox to be able to do this on my own. And 
I had the confidence, I had the repetitions, I had the skill acquisition that I could do it for life. All right. So that is what I would do. And that's what I would recommend to you in 2024. Again, if you execute this, if you do this four steps right here, I promise you 2024 will be your year. I promise you, if you do this step, this is exactly what we use with all of our clients, by the way. This is how we coach all of our clients. This is like, this is evidence-based methods 101 to create the behavior change that you want, the changes within your, your body, your mind, sustainable change, everything. This is like a, a clear-cut, no BS way to do that, okay? This is what we do with all of our clients to create sustainable change. All of our clients that have done this, frick, man, it's amazing. Like, for example, um, like we have done a couple of podcasts uh, with some clients that are going to be coming up that I will share with you guys. But one example is a client of ours, Nicole, um, love her to death, freaking amazing. She works with Coach Toby. Before joining us, her problems were she just had the poor method. She was just like me, fell for everything and anything. She was really stressed. She was a grad student. I had very little time. Um, she also was dealing with weight loss resistance because she had insulin resistance. She was also on metformin. So she had to figure out what kinds of food she needed to be eating because metformin, if you're not familiar with it, is a medication to help regulate blood sugar from insulin resistance. And it made it very hard for her to keep food down. And um, also she developed insulin resistance due to stress through chronic under eating. So we had to fix her relationship with food, fix her stress hormones, get her um, metabolism nice and high. And slowly over a period of time, we got her off of metformin. Her metabolism was primed to create the change. She had the mindset. She had the structure. She had the priorities in life. And then all of a sudden now she's down five pant sizes. Um, so confident in the gym that her new boyfriend is asking her how to do things and work out with her. Um, she did this while graduating college. And she also learned how to do this while going on to cruises, traveling, all the different things, date nights and everything. And dude, like listen to the podcast because she like night and day difference in the type of person like this is a perfect example of how like giving a damn about how you treat your body and your mind can completely evolve a person like i swear to goodness listen to the next episode it's going to be releasing on monday okay but other than that if you have any questions about this this is uh i try to keep this short and sweet because i didn't want to bore you with the details but if you have any questions beyond it Go into our Surviving to Thriving Facebook group and ask there. The link will be in the show notes below. That's where we have people go in there and ask free questions all the time. More than happy to go to more specifics and help you figure out what's going to work best for you. Or if you're not understanding something, or if you want me to go in more in depth on something, please let me know. That's I'm, I'm here to help. You can also DM me on Instagram too. I'm pretty freaking responsive on that. And if you think that this method is for you, it's like, this is what I'm looking for. This is exactly what we do within Thriving On, okay? We temporarily shut our doors down just to recreate our foundations within the business to make it nice and healthy and sustainable. But we will be opening up our doors in about two to three weeks. So if you want a coach in your corner to help make 2024 the best year ever and do this method, if this sounds like what you need, Go ahead. We have the link below. Just sign up for the wait list. If we think that we're a good fit and we can help you, we'll let you on when the door is open and we can hit the ground running. If you have any questions about that, if you're trying to make sure that this is a good fit, you can also just message me or email me or whatever. We'll just chat about it to make sure that it's a good fit if Thriving On is. Um, and then we'll go from there. So anyways, next week is going to be a release of Nicole and her story. So keep 
in tune because we're going to give a lot of strategies of how she was able to overcome insulin resistance, poor relationship with food, all these different things to be able to create the outcome that I just talked about. But other than that, thank you so much. If you're still listening, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. It means more than you know. I know that we're all busy people. So the fact that you're here listening to little old me still blows my mind sometimes. So I appreciate you. Um, but until next time, see you guys.